thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. This episode of Wellness Women Radio is very proudly brought to you by Dinner Twist. Dr. Ashley and I want to let you in on a little secret of how we maintain our healthy whole foods lifestyle with very little time. And one of those ways is actually with Dinner Twist. So they plan, they shop, they deliver everything to our door to take all of the guesswork out of having really healthy meals for dinner each night. Um, I love Dinner Twist because they are a locally family-owned business here in Perth in Western Australia, and all of their produce is locally sourced and seasonal. So they are really invested in all of their suppliers as well, which is absolutely amazing. Everything is so fresh. Uh, Ashley and I both get the Wholesome Box, which is naturally gluten and dairy-free as well, and is very consistent with a paleo-type lifestyle as well. Uh, so it's, you know, completely consistent with, you know, the way that we want to eat and want to feed our loved ones too. This is also how I trick Dean into thinking that I can actually cook. So seriously, if I can do it, everybody can trust me. And their recipes are so delicious. They also have other options apart from the wholesome box. So they have a family box for bigger size families an express box. If you're really short on time, uh, as well as a vegan box too. Now, we would love to give you the opportunity for you to actually try Dinner Twist and realize how healthy, how delicious and how fresh it is, but also how much easier this is going to make life as well. So we have a special promo code for you, and that is going to give you $35 off your first box. And that is WWR for Wellness Women Radio. Um, So we would love you to uh, try for yourself. Don't take my word for it, but let me know what you think. Without further ado, ladies, onto the show. Oh, welcome. It's another week on Wellness Women Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And you can find us on social media. So we are on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Women. We are at The Wellness Women Official on Instagram. I am Dr. Andrea.xo on Instagram and The Period Whisperer on Facebook. And Ashley is Dr. Ashley Bond on everything, which is uh, super easy. Um, Ash, are you okay if I give a really quick plug for Hormonal Mastery? Oh, of course. Go. <laughs> Thank you. It's an awesome um, program. So that I was would... my exciting news for the week is that. Um... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's that earlier this week, um, I launched my online program called Hormonal Mastery, which is a online sort of lecture um, education series for women, I guess, and men, if men want to do it as well. Um, so, um, Kale Brock and his team came over to Perth and we filmed um, for, you know, a long time, probably way too long, uh, and a whole bunch of different lecture series on all sorts of different hormonal conditions, um, including things like enemy endometriosis, polycystic ovarian syndrome, thyroid dysfunction, um, and ways to address the underlying causes of that. Um, So it's hours and hours and hours of content, um, of video content, as well as written manuals and testing parameters and all sorts of different things. So um, ladies, I would love to just, you know, as a celebration of the launch of Hormonal Mastery, I would love to offer you guys um, a discount code, um, which I think is Wellness Women. I'm going to have to check that with Kale, but I think that gives you 50% off. Um, I will post it in the show notes, though, for you anyway. Um, and you can find that on my website. So just drandrea.com.au forward slash Hormonal Mastery. 
Um, okay, that's my plug over. Thanks for letting me do that, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing and congrats, darling, because I think that um, it takes so it takes people don't see what happens behind the scenes and how much time, effort, and energy it takes um, to record half an hour, let alone I think you have more than three and a half hours of uh, recorded information there, which is extraordinary. So well done. But I love how you you know kind of slipped it in there and like, do you mind if I do? Oh, what were you going to do if I said no? Um, uh, that would have been a super awkward moment. <laughs> That's what I was that thinking. I was like, I should have said no and kept it by safe. What are going to do with that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just laughed. Um, yeah, and it was definitely a, a labour of love. That's for sure. Um, the amount of research that went into it is just insane. Um, and I got to the point where I hated it and was like pushing back deadlines and Kale was hounding me and it was just, yeah, a really uncomfortable process for a while there, but I'm pretty happy with the end result though. Um, awesome. Well, I think uh, you ladies <laughs> jump on board. You guys are going to have to give us the feedback and tell us how much you love it and uh, what you've gained from the program. So jump on board, grab your discount code and make sure you, you sign up using that. Um, so let's talk about what we're going to do today. Um, which kind of rolls in with what you were talking about hormone and mastery because this is something I'm sure no doubt you will cover and have covered uh, through the program at some point. But we're just going to touch on that because it is something yeah. we've seen, I guess, well, forever, right? I mean, how in our entire careers as chiropractors, decades now together, um, this just comes up time and time and time that and makes time. makes it sound old, Oh, I know, but that, no, it's not old. It's experience, right? So, you know, it takes time in the yeah. group to, to gain the wisdom, the knowledge and the experience um, to be able to see things and kind of be like, yeah, of course. Like, of course I know why that's happening because when you first come out as a new grad, um, you know, everything's a crisis. You've got, you, you're fighting fires all the time and then suddenly you get the, 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 I guess, the wisdom that comes from time and you now get the overview and you get to look at these situations, particularly like our topic today, which we are talking specifically about um, nutrient depletion as a consequence of medications, but specifically the oral contraceptive pill or some form of contraceptives yeah. um, because, you know, we, we see it on surface value with regards to our clients. Um, it could be a num Look, there's so many different things. Uh, we know straight up things like antacids and PPIs, you know, things that are, that are prescribed for heartburn. Um, there's Everyone thinks, oh, that's just going to fix the, the acid issue that we've got. But all of a sudden, there's other issues. And, you know, most predominantly with regards to PPIs is the inability to absorb vitamin B12. So, you know, and then, of course, clients come in with neurologic signs like confusion, muscle weakness, and, you know, having injuries from falls well, what if it's a B12 deficiency as a consequence of chronic PPI use? So this is how our brains work, ladies, just in case you've ever wondered, you know, what we do in practice and how we think and when someone comes in and how we put all those, those pictures together to make sense of something. Um, so thinking about medication use is critical to our understanding of what's actually going on in the body um, and, of course, then the recommendations and the things that we do to help um, are dependent upon our knowledge of those interactions. So understanding ladies your use of contraceptives and what that can do to the body one of two things it might sway your decision making you might suddenly realize that there's other options that you prefer to trial first or it might make you more aware that if it is still the number one choice for you there are some absolutely very important things you need to do to protect your health um, from damage over time and a lot of women do not realize this until it's too late so i think today we want to try and help you understand the effects of 
the oral contraceptive use in particular and the nutrient depletions that come as a consequence and things that you can do. Yeah, fabulous. And I think that this goes into having proper informed consent when having using prescription um, pharmaceuticals. And ladies, this is definitely in no way a pill bashing session um, because I am and we are fully supportive of whatever contraceptive choice you want to make. Um, but we want to help you that if you are using a pill or whatever hormonal contraceptives um, are on the market, just having the understanding of the way that it interacts with your system, the nutrient depletion that goes hand in hand with that and ways that you can fill those nutritional gaps um, and just have that awareness as well because this is what informed consent is. It's understanding the risks and the benefits and then being able to make a choice based on that. So just like with long-term prescription medication use of, you know, some of the things that you mentioned, Ash, it is there is a real um, risk of certain deficiencies, whether that's clinical or subclinical, and certainly with let's just use the word, the pill, um, which is synonymous for any kind of hormonal contraceptives. Um, it's usually more so long-term use of this, um, but use of the pill um, is definitely going to impact your nutrient absorption um, and will create nutrient depletion. This is not just us saying it. This is very well-published evidence. Um, even the World Health Organization refers to the nutrient deficiencies that are, um, you know, happen with the pill. Um, there's a couple of studies that I'm going to reference today. So for all of you nerdy folk, um, that was one that was published last year, which is very comprehensive in the Pharmaceutics Journal, which is a really reputable, well-respected journal. Um, and the paper is called The Evidence of Drug Interactions with Chronic Use of Commonly prescribed meds. Um, so that's one study that I'm going to reference and there's another one um, just on nutrient depletions with the use of oral contraceptives um, from 2013. So these are, you know, um, well-referenced, well-cited um, journal articles um, that I will post also on social media, but there's a whole bunch of other things that go into it as well. But those are just two main ones that I'm using for this conversation today. And it is a conversation we have to have because, you know, over 100 million women worldwide take some form of hormonal birth control. So, you know, whether that's for prevention of pregnancy or for some other reason, that is a lot of women who are at risk of the side effects of hormonal birth control. So to understand these um, effects is empowering. It gives us, uh, I guess, choice making. It may help us to understand if someone else around us is having a problem that we can suggest that maybe, you know, the use of hormonal birth control could be contributing. Um, because commonly we see, and I think this is a case, you know, it happened to me, gosh, it's, I could imagine it's happened to most women who've been on the pill for a long period of time, that at some point things don't feel quite right. Head back to the doctor and rather than withdrawing someone from the pill, they tend to co-prescribe something else. Now, that could be for the fact, like for me, feeling flattened down, the next thing it could be is an antidepressant. Well, <laughs> what if we just took me off the pill? That might be a great idea. Um, and we're getting more and more evidence of the reasons why, uh, particularly for things like women's mental health, um, things like you know our libido, so our sex drive, um, attention, focus, memory, clarity, like all of these things are being impacted by the birth control um, of choice, whichever one you choose to use, whether it's, you know, a pill, an implant, an injection, um, rings, uh, patches, IUDs, anything that has a com hormonal component to it is impacting your body and that, um, you know, both for, for good and for bad. So I think um, for me, I was just sort of curious to understand in my case, I was always looking for the answer of the, the 
the hormone brain connection. Like what was going on there um, that I was starting to feel so down uh, after being on this pill for not really a very long time, but long enough for me to go, hang on, I don't feel right. I don't think this is me. This must be something else interacting with this. So that was uh, probably the the first time I ever thought that uh, a prescription, whether it be a medication for health concerns or, in this case, what is really a medication for contraception, um, could be causing the problem. Mm -hmm. And I think it's um, important to also understand is that what the flow and effect for that might be. So, for example, let's get into some of the things. So the biggest nutrient depletions that happen on the pill, and let me just list them and then we'll go into them and why that's actually important for you. So um, the first thing is things like tryptophan, your B vitamins, vitamin E, vitamin C, magnesium, selenium, zinc. I think that, that uh, those are the main ones. Those are the main ones that I want to talk about. Ash, was there anything else on your list? No, they're the top ones, definitely. Yep. They're the ones that have the most, I think, knock-on effect. You know, depletion, yep. any of those will hugely impact things like the brain, brain function, neurologic function. Yeah. Um, so let's look at some of the B vitamins first because it does deplete pretty much all of your B group vitamins. But, ladies, a lot of you um, may not be aware that folic acid or folate is actually vitamin B9. So that is involved with DNA synthesis, cell division. Um, it uh, is what we normally think of that, you know, pregnant women need um, folate or they need folic acid. And the reason that is, is because it helps with um, when there's that rapid cell division that's happening, usually it's, it's occurring at that time of what's called embryogenesis. So that is when um, there's lots of rapid cell division happening in a little developing embryo. And if that kind of goes awry, that's usually when we get new neural tube defects and they arise from when there's a failure of that embryonic like neural tube to close properly in the fourth week of pregnancy and that causes um, you know things like spina bifida that you may have heard of before so malformations of the brain and the spine um, and sometimes some of those things are like even incompatible for the viability of that embryo um, and neural tube defects are usually the most like frequent malformation that happens during pregnancy and that is a direct role of um, you know, that vitamin B9 deficiency. So being on the pill does deplete your system of that, which is really important to understand because if you are on the pill wanting to avoid pregnancy but knowing that you want to come off at a certain time to then get pregnant, you have to give yourself a bit of a window to make sure that you're getting those stores back up so that that's not going to have that flow and effect um, during pregnancy as well, I think is really important. Um, then there's the other B vitamins as well. So, um, in particular, vitamin B6, which I think is a really important one. So that's, um, all vitamin B6 coenzymes. They kind of participate in a whole bunch of different physiological functions. Um, but they're really involved with the, pro with protein metabolism. Um, and then there's also vitamin B9, which is also known as cobalamin. Um, and this is what we normally think of when we have, um, say, pernicious anemia or really um, severe different types of anemia. Vitamin B12 is usually involved with that. This is something that's really commonly deficient also in vegetarians and vegans because we mostly synthesize this from animal proteins. Um, but it's an essential nutrient, again, for cell division. It affects your DNA, the way it synthesizes, the way it regulates. Um, it controls your fatty acid synthesis. Um, and also, really importantly, it's involved with energy production as well. Um, so those aren't all of the B vitamins, but there are a few of the really important ones. Um, and uh, being on the pill depletes all of the B group. Um, super duper important. So energy levels will be low when you're on the pill. 
for the most part. Uh, all right, so um, then there's also vitamin C. Now, um, you may have heard us talk about vitamin C and its role or involvement with your adrenal function. So when we have low vitamin C levels, it's going to affect our stress hormone production and the modulation of that as well. So vitamin C tends to help to regulate that HPA or hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. It can help to boost progesterone as well. Um, vitamin C is essential for maintaining like the, the metal ions in the body. So things like um, uh, iron, that's why they bind iron with vitamin C as well because it helps with absorption. Uh, vitamin C is really important for collagen synthesis. Uh, it is important for our immune system and it's also a free radical scavenger too. So vitamin C is absolutely essential. And again, that's another thing that's depleted on the pill. Um, Ash, anything? Do you want to you do one? You can do one. <laughs> you, can, you can do one. Sounds great. So we've gone. Um, I was on a bit of a roll there, but I thought I'm just going to hand the baton to you. <laughs> uh, for me, a big one is um, depletion of magnesium. And, you know, I think given that yes. the majority of Australians and I think would be pretty safe to say globally the same concern is that we tend to have inadequate dietary magnesium anyway so then you also throw in there the oral contraceptive pill or hormonal birth control and you've got a massive depletion in magnesium made worse with a inadequate dietary intake so Magnesium is critical for so many functions in the body. There's literally over 400 biochemical reactions within our cells required um, magnesium is needed for. So, you know, in order to deplenish something that's already deficient, um, you can see why we can end up with such massive problems. You know, women who have issues, you know, cramping, um, heavy painful cycles, like there's so many signs that signals that magnesium is deficient anyway. But we do know that it directly impacts the ability of your body to um, absorb magnesium, even with a limited dietary intake. So, yeah, for me, I'm always like, oh, magnesium, supplement magnesium. There's just so many people that benefit as soon as you get them on magnesium. So many things improve, memory concentration, you know, um, sleep quality, uh, just general feelings of health and well-being, less cramping, um, better, you know, just better neurologic functions. Amazing what magnesium does. And don't forget that magnesium is a precursor to serotonin. So we need really good quality levels of, uh, of sorry, magnesium to then allow for that conversion um, of serotonin in the gut. And serotonin is that feel-good, happy neurotransmitter, which, you know, is obviously involved in our really good sound mental health. So that is one of the reasons, not all of them, but one of the reasons why women who are on hormonal contraceptives have higher rates or instances of anxiety and depression. And part of that is because of that nutrient depletion. Um, I think the other pathway is also through the depletion of tryptophan as well because that's really involved with mental health too um, and that's another thing that the pill also depletes. Mm. Mm, um, and also, yeah, you've got, um, did you, you, we also need to talk about selenium. If you're talking women's health, you need yeah. a thyroid function. <laughs> Selenium's essential. And, of course, again, that's another one of the important minerals that's been depleted by the use of hormonal contraceptives. So it's like, wow, um, how will we get enough selenium in our diet if our body's not absorbing or assimilating what we are taking in, um, particularly as a response and a consequence of the oral contraceptives? So, um, yeah, we're going to run I through I think this. those are like totally 
totally reason enough, I think, for all of those things. Um, yeah. It also depletes zinc. Zinc is essential for your immune system. Um, we need good levels of zinc to make hydrochloric acid. It ensures that our testosterone converts into estrogen properly. It's Zinc is like your go-to for every hormonal condition you can think of. And uh, that is one thing, again, that's also depleted on the pill as well as vitamin E. Um, and we know that it destroys your gut flora too. Um, I think we could do an episode just on the interactions with the oral contraceptives and what's happening with our microbiota. Um, but we know that, you know, just to summarize those things again, it's absolutely depleting our B group vitamins, vitamin E, vitamin C, vitamin D, completely destroys our gut flora, um, depletes our system of magnesium, selenium, and zinc as well. That doesn't sound like a good cocktail. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Um, let's talk about some strategies because we always love to leave you with the, you know, opportunities to improve your health and well-being. And so, you know, if we're talking about depletion, we've got to talk about how we can um, help you heal yourself. If you still need to maintain uh, life on a form of hormonal contraceptive, we completely understand. These are the, you know, informed choices that we all get to make. Um, however, knowing this information now and understanding that you know, there's key nutrients being depleted by hormonal birth control. There's actually some great food sources and supplementation that you can support yourself with to help to try and offset some of the negative consequences of taking a, a hormonal birth control. So let's talk about sources of things like, let's mm -hmm. just start with, we'll go down the list and we'll go through what you've described earlier, Andrea. So we'll talk about the folate first, um, vitamin B9. Okay. So that's yeah. one of those key things that, you know, obviously sources of folate are critical to understand where you can get them from. Now, we always go to dark leafy grains, um, preferably organics, because whatever the quality of the soil you grow your food in is yeah. the quality of the nutrients you are provided with. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're looking for improving the quality of your nutrition, you can't go buying food that is depleted in nutrients, um, particularly if you're in a state where you're requiring increased nutrient intake. So you really need to consider whether or not um, you can afford to be you know, trying to eat your way out of a depletion if you're using regular conventional commercial grown produce. Um, so this is where we do talk about things like quality soils through organic farming practices or permaculture practices because this is where your vegetables in particular are going to have a greater nutrient um, quantity. So for me, I was like, well, gosh, if you are depleted in problems with minerals, you need to get minerals-rich soil and that's going to have to come from things that are looked after well. Uh, so for me, farming practices that are organic will help with that the most. But uh, it's a tricky one because you can sometimes not possibly eat enough broccoli or, <laughs> or cabbage or kale to increase your intakes of things like folate, but you can try yeah, and so you get them from green leafy veggies, your legumes and your eggs are all other sources of, um, of folate. And I usually have a bit of a blanket statement that if you are on the pill, you need to be taking practitioner prescription quality B vitamins, magnesium and probiotics at just a, a baseline. Um, you can definitely get your, your B vitamins from food sources, but whether or not you're going to have that uh, ability to absorb them as well as what 
you know, you would if you weren't on the pill is kind of a bit of a question. Um, so your, your things like the rest of your B vitamins um, are most bioavailable from the animal products. Um, so meat, milk, eggs, um, liver, you know, is just amazing um, in terms of really getting your B vitamins out of that. But that might not be for you. And if you are following a vegetarian or a vegan diet, I would certainly suggest supplementing with the B group vitamins. Um, the vitamin C, uh, you know, we all know comes from green leafy veggies, your citrus fruits, tomatoes, those sorts of things. Um, cacao is really high in vitamin C as well, which is amazing. Um, camu camu, which is an Australian, um, I think it's a seed, is camu camu a seed? I'll ask Cindy when we talk to her next week. Um, uh, your vitamin E comes from cereals, fruits, vegetables, um, zinc from um, seaweed, oh, not seaweed, you probably do get it from seaweed, but seafood in particular, things like oysters is the highest, um, you know, um, levels of bioavailability of zinc. Um, but if that's not for you, then certainly meat and nuts and that sort of stuff. Um, magnesium from walnuts, almonds, buckwheat, lentils, green veggies, and selenium from your veggies as well. Um, but like I said, usually... If you're on the pill, I would certainly recommend um, taking practitioner prescription quality versions of those things. That's it. Simple. <laughs> I think nice and easy. Yeah, it's so it's so straightforward, isn't it? Understanding is knowledge. Knowledge is power and knowledge allows us to make better choices. So, ladies, if you are on the pill or you know someone who is, make sure they listen to this episode. Give them a rundown on what nutrients, um, importantly, are being depleted and, therefore, what things they definitely need to be supplementing for in order to maintain or improve the quality of their health status. And I think that um, I definitely know that my own health experience was a reflection of those concerns that the pill raised that we talked about, you know, all the different depletion levels. And I know 100% that uh, my health got back on track once I acknowledged that there was some problems with taking the pill and that some supplementation supported my recovery. So, yes, big fan of uh, prescription-grade supplementation. I think there is a t there's definitely a time and a place to supplement. So um, anytime you have to take a prescription medication, I think you should also be taking a prescription quality um you know, supplementation as well as a an offset of potential harms that could be caused by the medication. And ready, ladies, remember, we are not trying to talk you out of taking um, hormonal contraceptives. We just want to make sure that you have fully informed consent. You understand what the side effects are of hormonal contraceptives and the risks and benefits. Um, and we want to give you those strategies to kind of fill those nutritional gaps if that's what you're choosing to do. Um, so, ladies, um, we hope that you have got something out of this episode. We hope you've learned something new. Um, and like Ash said, feel free to share it around with all your girlfriends because I think that information is absolutely essential. And most people don't know about the nutrition deficiencies that come with taking hormonal contraceptives it's just not something that they think about um, so make sure you have subscribed to us or yeah subscribe to us on itunes or whatever podcast medium it is that you're using to listen to this um, ladies uh, give us a five star rating if you think that we deserve it um, we always love your feedback feel free to email us any questions or podcast topic ideas that you might have um, but ladies, uh, we are the wellness women, Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston. We are raising the bar on women's health. And until next week, be well. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Boston Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.